It's Monday, October 10th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. California's Proposition 12 would only allow pork to be sold in that state if breeding pigs are raised with a certain amount of space. Pork producers in the Midwest say that will cost them millions. We will be susceptible to being discounted, but we cannot comply with Prop 12 standards. A lawsuit over Prop 12 will be heard tomorrow by the U.S. Supreme Court. We will have that story in just a few minutes. A federal judge has upheld the original version of a Granite City ordinance mandating the eviction of tenants if someone in the property is charged with an off-site crime. City officials modified the ordinance, but those changes did not hold up in court. Some tenants say that original law is too harsh. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. In 2019, Granite City officials served Debbie Brummett and her family an eviction order. The notice came because police arrested her daughter for attempted auto theft. Brummett sued the city, claiming that the law violated her rights. In 2020, the city modified the law, so it forced landlords to evict a renter only if someone in the home is convicted of a crime. Last month, a federal judge ruled that Granite City's original housing law is legal. Brummett told St. Louis on the air that the law hurts families. It doesn't matter where you live, there's going to be crime. And these laws do nothing but put innocent people on the street. Brummett no longer lives in Granite City, but her attorney will appeal the ruling. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. A new database on police use of force throughout Illinois shows twice as many incidents as previously reported. Emily Hayes has more. While Illinois State Police reported using lethal force against civilians 39 times in 2020, the researchers found and verified 94 instances. Scott Althaus co-led the project and is the director of the Klein Center for Advanced Social Research at the University of Illinois. Althaus says police departments often have too little staff to keep data well. Whether it's reporting crime report data or use of force data, many departments are simply not able to comply with the data requests. When we rely solely on administrative reporting by policing agencies, the picture that we get is incomplete. The researchers use news reports and existing databases to compile a fuller picture of police shootings. I'm Emily Hayes. St. Louis area gas prices are rising. Again, GasBuddy reports they've increased more than 11.5 cents per gallon in the past week. They average $3.54 a gallon. That's roughly three cents lower than a month ago and nearly 40 cents higher than a year ago. The national average is $3.92. Prices have been coming down over the last few weeks. GasBuddy surveys nearly 985 stations in the St. Louis area. Missouri University of Science and Technology is known for engineering, but as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan Alt reports, the school is starting a literary speakers series tonight to help promote the arts and humanities. Former U.S. Poet Laureate and Pulitzer Prize winner Rita Dove will read her work and speak with an audience on campus in Rolla. She says it's natural for an audience more attuned to science and technology to also find the connection with the arts. They may come thinking poetry and science, what do they have to do with one another? And the discovery that, in fact, they have everything to do with one another, I mean, it all springs from the same curiosity. Dove's appearance is the first in a series of speakers sponsored by the university's new Center for Arts and Innovation, which is seeking to inject more creativity and study of the humanities into the school's core of science and technology. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, 
St. Louis Public Radio. Dove will read her work tonight at the Leach Theater on Missouri's S&T campus. That begins at 7. A season of milestones for the St. Louis Cardinals has come to a sudden end. Philadelphia swept the National League Central Division champion Cardinals over the weekend in a best-of-three playoff series at Bush Stadium. Cardinals fan Lisa DeWitt drove in from Iowa with her husband to spend their anniversary weekend watching two legends end their careers. Even though we lost, it was kind of like at least we got to see Albert and Yachty's last game. And so even though it was a, we wish we they went further, but uh, we could always say we saw their last all-time game at Bush Stadium. That's something I always remember. Cardinals Hall of Famers Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols are retiring. California voters passed an animal welfare ballot measure in 2018, imposing stricter rules on how hogs are raised for pork to be sold in the state. But two major industry groups sued in 2019, saying it would hurt livelihoods and the pork supply chain. As Harvest Public Media's Katie Pikus reports, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear that case tomorrow. Dwight Mogler raises thousands of pigs on his Northwest Iowa farm. So we have now stepped into the breeding and gestation barn. There are long rows of narrow enclosures that separate these female pigs, called sows, from one another. Mogler says when sows are ready to be bred, they get, well, moody, often aggressive. We try to protect them from each other by housing them in individual pens, also referred to as stalls. They stay in these stalls while they're bred for up to a week. They can stand up and lie down, but they can't turn around. Under California's Proposition 12, Mogler's breeding stalls are too small, meaning pork from his farm couldn't be sold there. What we realized is we were going to have to spend multiple million dollars expanding our facilities. We were going to have to implement practices that violated our principles. And after looking at that and not being able to sleep very well, we had to make the conscious decision that we will be susceptible to being discounted, but we cannot comply with Prop 12 standards. Mogler expects if Prop 12 stands, he'll get a lower price for his pigs from pork processors if they can't sell the meat to California. The question of whether one state can regulate the commerce of others is at the heart of a lawsuit. It was brought by the National Pork Producers Council and the American Farm Bureau Federation against California. Proposition 12 is unconstitutional. Michael Formica is a legal strategist for the pork producers. On a recent forum, he said Prop 12 creates a burden on farmers outside of California, a violation of the Constitution's Dormant Commerce Clause, which deals with interstate commerce. It reaches thousands of miles outside of the state of California, imposes very prescriptive standards on farmers who have no contact with the state of California. California makes up 13 percent of the U.S. pork market, and experts disagree whether the entire pork industry would be impacted by Prop 12. Neither California's attorney general's office nor the Department of Food and Agriculture responded to requests for comment. But the state's court filing says voters who passed the measure with more than 60 percent of the vote had a legitimate interest in promoting sow welfare and human health. The Humane Society of the U.S. supported the ballot initiative. Josh Balk is the vice president of Farm Animal Protection and says Prop 12 is critical to improving animal treatment. 
confining mother pigs in cages barely larger than their bodies in a cage so narrow they can't even turn around is cruel, it's inhumane, and it also leads to public health and food safety issues. California has few hog operations, meaning most of the pork sold there comes from elsewhere. Roger McOwen is an ag law professor at Washburn University. He says even if Californians are concerned about sow welfare and food safety, the U.S. Supreme Court will weigh whether the law unfairly foists those concerns onto producers outside of the state. Does California have a legitimate public interest that they can uphold without uh, unduly burdening commerce, or is it clearly excessive? Back in Iowa, farmer Dwight Mogler says if Prop 12 stands, he worries other states could pass similar ballot initiatives. My concern is this snowball will get a lot bigger, that our food system will become disrupted, and in the end, the consumer will lose. An opinion from the court isn't expected until next year. I'm Katie Pikus, Harvest Public Media. Harvest Public Media is a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest focusing on agriculture. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Happy Thanksgiving to my family and friends in Canada, and some actually listen to this daily extravaganza. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.